Hi, shipmates, and welcome to this edition of another fine Navy day. I'm retired Navy chief journalist, Cleve Hardman, and this week's episode is slipping out the back door. Today, the Navy operates just one recruit training command in Great Lakes, Illinois, just north of Chicago. However, for many years, recruit training was also conducted in San Diego and Orlando. My training was a fun-filled eight weeks in San Diego. About halfway through recruit training, each sailor is counseled one-on-one with personnel staff to validate follow-on training consistent with the contract signed upon enlistment. At this time, there are often emerging opportunities for alternate training options to meet the manpower needs of the Navy. When my recruit training company was afforded personnel counseling, there was a push for cryptologic technicians. One of my shipmates, who we will call Seaman Rhodes, was very interested. Seaman Rhodes was from Pennsylvania, and all of us were just starting to get to know his background by the midpoint in recruit training. His story was quite different from the rest of the company. We learned that Rhodes had been enrolled in college a little over a year before reporting to boot camp, but after one semester, he had decided to drop out. Over that Christmas break, his college roommate went to visit with him to change his mind and get him to return to school. They went out for a night on the town and really tied one on. Neither was fit to drive, but Rhodes' roommate insisted on driving Rhodes' car. As they sped home, there was a terrible accident. Rhodes' roommate was killed. Rhodes was injured but survived. Authorities considered bringing charges against Rhodes. Ultimately, a judge offered him a deal. He could enlist in the Navy for a six-year commitment or go to trial and face a possible jail sentence. Rhodes consulted with a Navy recruiter and found an advanced electronics technician option for a six-year period on active duty. He signed up and headed to boot camp. When the cryptologic technician option was offered during boot camp, Rhodes was very interested. Not only did the work sound like something he was interested in pursuing, but it was for only a five-year commitment. He took steps to make the change, but in a couple of days learned his request was denied. The Navy was not willing to cut a year off of his commitment. Rhodes quickly became depressed. He sought counsel with the base chaplain and explored his options. By this point in boot camp, sailors had been provided an assortment of uniform items, included were black dress pants, black dress shoes, and a black sweater. In the wee morning hours, Rhodes donned those items, put pillows in his bunk to make it appear as though he was still sleeping, and quietly slipped out the back door. He worked his way over the fence and out of the base and headed to the nearest highway. Rhodes hitched a ride with a truck and told him he was headed to Florida. The truck driver engaged Rhodes in conversation as they made their way across the California desert into Arizona. By the time they reached Phoenix, the truck driver had learned the true story. He convinced Rhodes that he was making a bad choice and he should return to boot camp. We were shocked by morning to see he was missing from his bunk, but it was a relief when we learned that Rhodes had been found safe and was returning to boot camp. When he did get back to San Diego, he started boot camp all over from day one, just about the time the rest of us were headed out of boot camp and on to our schools and assignments. Hopefully, he ultimately found his way to a successful time in uniform. Thank you for joining me for this edition of Another Fine Navy Day, and I hope you will return for a new episode next week. Until then, fair winds and following seas.